Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today we're going to talk about how fast time goes and what that has to do with boundaries. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, my friends, welcome back. I hope that your day is going well as your year is winding down. I don't know how it happened, but I feel like this year went faster than any of the other years. And to be honest with you, it is, it is not because it was a great year. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, this was a really, really difficult year. It was a really hard year. There were a lot of things that happened, a lot of hard decisions that my wife and I had to make uh, for the good of our family, for the good of our company. And it was not an easy year. It was an incredibly difficult year. And as I'm looking at the year winding down, uh, I'm just looking at how fast time flies, how fast time goes. And I'm still kind of just awed at how quickly this year went. And to be honest with you, in many ways, how bad it was. I'll, I'll be glad when 2023 goes. I, I, it's, it's not like I ever want to whine or complain, but I will be glad when this year is over. And, and I look forward to 2024 with the hopes that that will be a year that I will regret going by. Uh, I've had years like that and I've had years like this and I've had a lot of years in between that they just kind of went by and I was like, wow, that was fast. It feels like the one constant for me is that it's fast, especially as I get older. And, and I realize that there's probably a lot more road behind me than in front of me. And this is important, not simply because this is just the ramblings of an old man, right, who, who happens to have a podcast that six people listen to or whatever, uh, whoever gets the checks that my wife sends out to. To me, this is important because what happens is, is we start to uh, have to make decisions with maybe different metrics when we realize that the road in, in front of us is just shorter than the road behind us. This time of year, the number one question I get is, what do I do with family that is, and you fill in the blank, and there's a wide range there. The, the range goes from, what do I do with family that is toxic? What do I do with family that is hurtful? What do I do with family that's annoying? What do I do with family that holds different political views than I do? What do I do with family that is actually detrimental to my mental health? And, and I can already see some of my friends and listeners rolling their eyes so far back into their heads that, that the whites are the only things that shows because, oh, there we go, you know, the culture today, if we disagree. And if you know me, you know, if you know me at all, you know that that is not how I view this, that, that disagreement is not hate and we, we can't just relegate people off because they are they disagree with us we can't just push people away because they are, are people that we don't like right and and we can have differing political views we should have differing political views um we should have friends that we have different views with uh and and i'm on record what's the percentage there should be a percentage but that is the number one question i get and so we're going to talk about that uh and i'm going to what i'm going to do is we're going to talk about that and then i'm also going to talk about uh, another podcast episode i did uh about what boundaries are and are not if you haven't listened to that one you can go back to it it's episode 244 uh if you have uh listen to it. You'll remember that I talked about a couple, a uh, couple of, 
a couple of families that I was interacting with. One emailed in, one was a client. Uh, what was interesting to me was they were both, uh, the, the, the client was in her late 50s, I'm guessing. I don't know. I could look it up, I suppose. The person emailing me was in their late 50s and they had adult children and they were talking about how they disagreed on things. And, and the older parent felt the older parent, the, the 50 year old parent felt that their adult child felt like they could say whatever they wanted to say. And then kind of was like, well, that's it. I'm not listening. I don't feel safe. You can't talk to me anymore. And and I talked about how that's not actually boundaries. That is tyranny. And, and I still believe that. Now, here's what's interesting. A lot of people wrote in and they were like, well, hey, what about this? Like, like one guy wrote in and he's like, well, my dad calls me a uh, trucking, a word that would rhyme with trucking, um, fecal delivery system. I'm I'm trying to make sure that this is clean in case you're listening to it in your car with your children. Um, right. And and what about that? Should I still engage that conversation? Of course not. If, if someone is, is attacking you verbally by calling you names, do not uh, engage that. If someone's calling you a little, a little B, you probably don't need to engage. No problems. Don't engage that conversation. Right. And so a lot of people wrote in there like, well, what about this? What about that? Which led to more emails about like, okay, well, wait, what about things like, hey, this is not me even bringing bringing up the topic, my, my, you know, elderly parent brings it up. My brother brings it up. My sister brings it up and they push really hard on me to have a conversation. And then when I tell them what I'm thinking, they get very angry with me and they verbally attack me. Then don't be in that conversation. Okay. So here's the question. What does that have to do with this idea that, you know, the, the days are all going faster and faster and faster. Well, the truth is that becomes one of the very critical ways that we try to make decisions. And one of the things that can often weigh on us, I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to and they're like, look, I really feel like I should limit at the very least, I should limit my interaction with my adult, my elderly parent. Um, But I know that the end is nearer for them than I would like it to be. And I don't want I don't want it to end the way it is now. But every time I try to reengage them, it creates more pain, more discomfort, more distress, more hurt. And, and I'm not overly excited about, you know, staying engaged that way. And I don't want our relationship to end this way because I know that they're going to die soon. Well, here's the thing. There has to be good in relationship. You can love unconditionally and still have boundaries. You can love and still have boundaries. Boundaries are not unloving. And there are times that the most loving thing you can do is say to a person, even an adult parent, or for that matter, an adult child, I love you and I want this relationship to work, but until you change some behaviors, we cannot interact that regularly. We cannot be a part of each other's lives in a way that I think both of us want to. And this can be incredibly difficult, but these two things run together because here's the thing. It's kind of like there's a, there's a meme that runs around. Hey, life is short. Be sure to spend as much of it as you can arguing with people you don't even know on Facebook or social media. And of course, people laugh at that, rightfully so. But then I want to take it one more step further. Well, if life is short, why would we spend time arguing with people or being engaged in conversations with people who are hurtful? Now, this is going beyond disagreement. I want to be clear on that. But who are hurtful, who say mean things, who verbally attack either you or the ones you love. Why would you want to spend time with them, especially if you know are cognizant of reality of how quickly time is going? If you already know, man, this is how fast 
time is going, well then, why would you spend time engaging people who are not only just sucking the life out of it, as the saying goes, but they're sucking life out of times like holidays that create memories for good or for bad that go forever, right? Think about your most poignant memories around the holidays. Are they good memories or are they not? And if they're not, why are you still engaging with the person that created those not good memories on the holidays? Now, now here's the thing. I want to be sure not to diminish or undersell the idea that people can change, the hope that people can change, the reality that people can change. And at the same time, there has to be boundaries in a relationship for it to be healthy. So if, if your mom or your dad, just because they're in their 50s, 60s, or 70s, and you know that their time on earth is short, that they don't have a whole lot more holidays left. If they attack you, if they attack your spouse, if they belittle you, no matter what happens, it seems that the conversation ends up being one where there is a fight and bad memories are created. Disengage over the holidays. Engage around the holidays, maybe. Offer that branch. Like, And I, here's the thing, you can't just ghost them. You have to tell them, and this will probably create a necessary follow-up episode where where we talk about how typically abusers respond. And let's be honest, that's where I'm talking to starting at first, because a lot of times with abusers, one of the responses you'll get is, oh, I didn't do it your way, so now you're going to punish me. Especially if that abuse came from a position of perceived power, i.e. they were your parents, so they got to be. And if you're like, you know what? Here's the thing. What you're doing now as an adult is not okay, and you don't seem willing to stop it, regardless of me asking you new numerous times. And right there, often they will interrupt you and be like, oh, see, there it is. I can't say anything. I can't say anything. Maybe, or maybe you can say something. I just want you to say kind things because here's why what you said wasn't kind, right? And so they'll respond that way. And that's probably a whole separate episode. But you know, here's the thing. This is you talking to them. I want this relationship to be better than it is, but I'm not willing to pay the price of allowing you to bring harm either to me or my family. And so we're going to disengage around these holidays. I think that's perfectly okay. In fact, I don't only think that's perfectly okay. I think it's necessary for health, for health. It's necessary for 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 you to be mentally and emotionally healthy. Now, I, I really cannot stress this enough. I don't think you should ghost them. I don't think you just block their number and don't talk to them, especially if you're related to them. And I don't think you do this the first time, but most of the emails that I get, most of the people that talk to me about this, they're not talking about the first time. They're talking about multiples of 10 times that they've said to their adult parent, hey, I don't like it when you yell. I don't like it when you call names. I think it's abusive when you say to my wife, everybody thinks you're stupid, but you're really not. And I, 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 I want you to know that I know you're not. When no one thinks my spouse is stupid, right? I literally know of a situation like that where that happened. And when it was brought up to the adult parent that said it, their response was, well, we just have a relationship that no one understands. Right. But the problem is my wife doesn't understand it either. And that's why it's abusive. Because here's the thing. Relationships that are boundary free are rarely healthy. I don't care who you're in a relationship with. There are still boundaries. Like my wife and I, we, we have boundaries. Now, there's nothing we can't talk about. But there is manners of how you would talk about it that we mutually agree on that we will not engage. So I'll just use me as the bad guy here. If I start yelling, and this has happened, I know it's hard to believe. If I show Look at me, she'd be like, I'm just not going to talk to you why you are yelling it like this or why you are talking like this. When you could not yell, I'm happy to talk to you. There are boundaries in every healthy relationship, and this includes your adult parents. So if your adult parents are calling you names, if they're bringing uh, purposeful uh, distress and discord and purposely picking fights, 
Just disengage. Tell them why. And I think that's the part where people kind of get afraid and they kind of get scared and I get it. But there has to be conversations where you say, hey, we're, we're just going to pull back here and here's why. And they may not like it and they probably will result resort to emotional manipulation to get you to change your behavior. Have none of that. They can be upset. They can disagree with your decision. They can dislike your decision. They can mock your decision. That doesn't mean you have to change your decision. Have none of that. Don't be manipulatable. Don't, don't be a person that can be manipulated. Well, how do I do that? How you do that is you draw strong boundaries and you stay away. Now, you can talk to them. Make sure that your boundaries have clear guidelines. Like, hey, I want this to be better, and here's how we could do that. But then if they don't engage you, it's probably time to step back. Now, you could choose a bunch of ways to do this. I talked to a guy who is like, look, my dad is just mean. As he's gotten older, he's gotten meaner. He's been mean my whole life. What do I do? I'm like, okay, well, tell me what that means. Because in this day and age, it could have been that his dad thought that the old Major League Baseball formats were better than today's, and he just didn't like being disagreed with. It turned out that wasn't the case. His dad actually was being mean. His dad actually was being unkind. And I said, have you talked to your dad about this? Yes. What have you done? Well, I've told him, dad, don't be unkind. Okay. But that might not be helpful because your dad might not have a definition of what unkind is that that's in the same uh, arena as yours. And what I mean by that is this, every generation does have definitions for kindness that are a little bit different, right? Uh, we tend to focus on different things generationally that we teach people, right? And so maybe your dad was never taught like, Hey, this is unkind and here's why. So you need to have that conversation. This is unkind. And this is why I think it's unkind. And I'm asking you to stop. Now, I, I would agree with anybody. I can already hear people fear typing on their keyboard to send me an email that says, well, he, my dad doesn't have to agree with me or his dad doesn't have to agree with him to stop. I don't disagree with that, but I don't understand what he loses by saying, dad, this is unkind and this is why. And then if dad doesn't stop and he refuses to stop, then you're going to have to stop. That's the hard part. This revolves around the three questions that I ask everybody all the time. What do you want? What are you willing to pay? What are you willing to risk? And and we can, we can nuance those a little bit. In fact, we can nuance those a lot, but we'll do it a little bit for the purpose of this episode. What do you want the most? Because clearly no one wants to not have a relationship with their family members. But do you want that at the cost of being healthy? That's what do you pay. And if you say no, then what you want the most, or at least more, is being healthy. And, and that's how this runs out for you. So what do you want? What are you willing to pay? What are you willing to risk when it comes to families? If you don't have boundaries, you can have healthy. And sometimes what happens is, and, and I was talking to this guy, I said, one of the things you have to figure out is how much of you, how many times have you jumped back into a relationship with your dad because the pain of not having a relationship with him was too uncomfortable. So to try to soothe that, you reached back out without any reason to believe that his behavior would be any different. In other words, I'm all for, hey, you know what? This person's changed. Let's re-engage. That's literally why I do what I do for a living. And at the same time, the best predictor of tomorrow's behavior is yesterday's unless you did some sort of intervention today. So whatever you've done most of your life, unless you purposely change it, I have no reason to believe that you won't do that tomorrow. And the fact that you're running out of days to make the change doesn't mean that I should bring me or my family or my loved ones, people I'm responsible to protect into contact with you so that those days go the way you want them to. That's insanity. 
And I can't tell you how much I watch people just engage in that and have all sorts of trouble because they trade discom one discomfort for the other, right? They're, they're in pain from being wounded by someone that they love, but then they just trade it. And I know that people are always like, well, but what if they change? Yes. And that's why you leave a door open. That's why you leave a pathway forward with boundaries. All right. So I know that this is a controversial topic. Uh, I know that it's hard. Uh, this is going to be dropping, I think, right in the middle of December, which I, I think, uh, you know, super close to Christmas. Christmas, within 10 days of Christmas or something like that. And, and I know, or 11 days. And, and I know that, that the idea of drawing boundaries is, is painful. Um, it's often misunderstood. People are often attacked for drawing boundaries. People often use boundaries as a weapon. There's, there's certainly enough trouble on both sides of the issue, but I'm telling you, if you want to have a healthy relationship, you have to have boundaries. It is not impossible to love someone unconditionally and have boundaries. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Listen, if you like this, I need to ask you two things. Could you review this podcast? If you haven't already, give me whatever stars you think I'm worth. Give me a little write up. Just, I enjoy the show would work, or I like the show, or I don't like the show because I think he's dumb. I don't know why you're listening to it if you don't like it, but whatever. Also, if you've read my book, The Emotionally Secure Couple, uh, I'm trying really hard to get to 50 reviews by the end of January. Uh, we're about 14 away. Could you just, if you've read the book, go on to Amazon and give it a review or wherever you bought it, give it a review. I'd really appreciate it. All right, folks, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.